to a draft special of the Pinewood Perspective. We got Thomas Gorski filling in for Justin Matthews today. We got our top-tier draft crew here. We're going to be giving you just a first-round mock. It's all we're doing. Uh, I don't think anyone's got time to go sit and listen to, like, a whole, at least even a two-round mock. You know, that'd be insanely long. So we're just going to give you our first-round mock. Um, we're going to go in order. Brett landed the number one overall pick. I got two. Thomas got three. And then it's back to Brett at four. You get the gist of it from there. Um, we are in control of our own trades. If you think that this team's going to trade back, go right ahead. That's how it works. That's how it's going. Um, and we've got the mock draft simulator pulled up. You know, we're really looking forward to this. And uh, how was your guys' days? We'll start off with that. It's been a while since we've all talked. How's everyone's day? I'm, uh, you know little dazed at the moment, a little sleepy, had a long weekend, but I'm going to have the best mock draft. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, I'm just ready to get going, man. Thomas, how about you? Yeah, man, I'm good. You know, it's draft week. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. Uh, uh, it's pretty well known that I love scouting and just watching film throughout the entire year. I usually, I usually start like November so, um, you know, and I listen to a bunch of podcasts, everything. I'm all over this stuff. So, I mean, I'm a huge fan and uh, I'm ready to see how the board falls and how many picks Brett messes up. So, let's go. <laughs> Look at this shit talk. It's starting off. I love it. Uh, yeah, today was a rough day. I went to the Bulls playoff game, game four. Got uh, pretty bounced heavy by the Bucks. It was tough, not going to lie. Um, but kind of expected it. Cubs lost today as well. Dropped three out of four to the Pirates. Um not not feeling too hot, but I'm ready to talk some football and uh, get these mocks rolling. So, Brett, the pick – or the well, – hold on. I got to think about what's Goodell saying here. The NFL draft – Can we get, like, a little fucking – like – The Jacksonville Jaguars and Brett White are now on the clock. All right, I'm not going to make this too long. Um, I think – it's really no surprise to anyone here. It seems like the uh, um, what the majority of the public and what people have gone with, but Aiden Hutchinson, number one overall. Um, I think there's a lot of needs for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, but having a good edge rusher um, definitely is uh, something that teams look for and from what he did in college, I think he's deserving of that spot. So we'll go Aiden Hutchinson, number one. I like it. I like the pick. I think that's probably is what's going to happen. I know I've seen her a lot about Trayvon Walker being potentially number one overall, even Thibodeau. Um, but I feel like they're probably going to go Aiden Hutchinson. It just seems like what everyone's saying. Um, but I saw a tweet the other day, and I think uh, actually Thomas was in on this as well, is that people are afraid that, uh, you know, Hutchinson's kind of at his, like, playing at his best right now, which obviously he's playing lights out. But, like, I guess, like, Trayvon Walker is just maybe a little bit more raw. But I think they're going to go safe here, and I think they go Hutchinson. I think it's a good pick. Yeah, um, I, I I mean, I feel like the majority is going to be Hutchinson. I personally think it's going to be Trayvon Walker, uh, just because a lot of people do think that Hutchinson kind of reached, like, he's peaked already. I mean, he had 14 sacks this season, but before that he had zero in three games and then before that he only had six some people think that walker hasn't even touched the, his ceiling yet and that he could potentially be a daniel hunter type prospect coming out of college where it takes maybe two years but then he could be like one of the premier edge rushers in football 
But, I mean, either way, Hutchinson or Walker, I mean, I feel like those are, like, the top two picks either way. It's just whatever people kind of prefer. Uh, I like the pick by Brett. It's a good pick. Do it personally. I got the Lions now. Pick. I'm going to go pick his in. I'm going Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, I feel like he has been slept on heavily. Like, he was talk about, like, consensus number one at the beginning of the college football season. Wasn't a high draft. And then he slipped – Aiden Hutchinson came onto the scene. Kyle Hamilton's came more heavily onto the scene. Uh, and I mean, this guy, you know, he's, he's showing out at all of his, at his pro day, he's showing out um, with his, you know, his, his like combine times and his statistics and all that. I mean, he's a, he's a freak. And I think that they're going Kayvon Thibodeau. They need a pass rusher. You know, they have Romeo Okawara. I think his name is his last name. I don't know how to fully pronounce his last name, but I know it's Romeo Okawara. Uh, they cut Trey Flowers. He's gone. They need a pass rusher. Uh, they're not going offensive line. And I know that their secondary needs a little work. And Kyle Hamilton's kind of like that guy uh, that Holmes wants that pops off the board for them. But I think that Kayvon Thibodeau is that guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I like Thibodeau. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if he's going to be like, like top two, just because I saw a report, it could be smokescreen for all I know, but I mean, I saw a report that like, like Dan Campbell doesn't believe like, you know, Thibodeau fits what they're looking for kind of thing, like personality wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I, I really think Tavon Walker is going to be the guy who goes a lot higher than people think. I personally think in the, like in the real NFL draft, when it happens, um, I think Thibodeau is going to go to the Jets at four. I think that's kind of hit, like he's not falling out of the top five, no matter what rumors are going around. But um, the Lions, they just need talent at this point. Or they can't go wrong with Thibodeau, Walker, Sauce Gardner, Stingley. I mean, there's so many options they could go. Uh, they'll probably even explore a trade back, honestly. But if not, I mean, or it could be Malik Willis. I mean, there's so many rumors going around. But uh, Thibodeau, you can't go wrong. I think he's a premier talent, and I'm a huge Thib- Thibodeau guy. 100%. Thomas Gorski on the clock, Houston Texans. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was originally going to go um, – Evan Neal or Sauce Gardner in the spot, but I think if the draft does fall this way, uh, Trayvon Walker is just too talented, and they need to replace J.J. Watt, Clowney, those guys. They haven't had a premier pass rusher in years. So, uh, you know, Nick Casario, I think he's simply just going to go best player available, and we finally get to see what he could do with the draft because he didn't – because the past year or two he's been there, they've had no draft picks in the first few rounds. So now we'll see what he could do, and I think Walker is just too talented to pass up at this point. Three straight pass rushers be money. So we got the New York Jets on the clock. So New York Jets, there's there's a lot of places um, they could go here. You know, I, I don't think it's like the Texans where this little thing we're using, the needs says every position. But with the Jets here, uh, Thomas mentioned Sauce Gardner at pick four. And or at pick three, and that's what I'm gonna go with at pick four. Um, I like his size, six three, big guy. Um, I don't think he gave up like any. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he gave up like any touchdowns in college. Definitely not this last year. Um, and I mean the guy's nickname is Sauce. Like, come on, I think they need a guy like that. Uh, they've. You could go O line here. Um, I'm not sure who they have at O line. I know they took. 
that guy from USC last year, and then they have that other big guy from Louisville the year before. So they've been yeah, building Beckton up the old line. Barrett Tucker. Yeah, Barrett Tucker. Right. Beckton. Right. So, you know, you could even go O-line again here just because they got, you know, Zach Wilson and uh, young running back Michael Carter, Elijah Moore. Young skill guys could try to build up that O-line, but I think they really need to go defense here and Sauce Gardner. Um, you know, some might say Stingley's the top guy, but I think Sauce Gardner's a good pick here for the Jets, so I'm going to go him. I like the Sauce pick, personally. I think that's probably where he's going to end up going. Uh, I don't think they're going to – I don't think the Jets are going to jump on Hamilton. Is yeah, it me? Yeah. Am I the Giants? This is the, this is the Giants pick. This is not the Bears pick. This is the Giants pick. Uh, I'm going Evan Neal. They need offensive line. Uh, two years ago, they took the Iowa boy, or no, they took uh, what was his name? Anthony Andrew Hedden. Thomas. Andrew, Andrew Thomas. He's not playing out too hot. You yeah, know, no. I haven't heard too much uh, anything special about him. Uh, I'm going Evan Neal. I think that he's probably maybe a top two or three best player in this draft. He's a stud. Uh, you know, he's a big boy out of Bama. And I think that's if the, if he's there at five. Giants are taking them for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I, th I feel like it's edge rusher or tackle with their two picks, whichever, you know, kind of just falls into their laps. You know, this is a spot I like for uh, Thibodeau or Neil. I feel like that's going to be the pick either way for whoever's on the board. Um, yeah. Evan Neal, I love him. He's solid, no off the field issues, just he is what you know it's he's that type of guy where you see what you get where it's like a safe pick it's a pick that just makes sense like like you can make an argument that he could go within the first five picks like th like there's even an argument for him to go number one to jacksonville so i mean he's just a solid prospect all around he's safe mm -hmm. i agree you're on yeah. the clock carolina Six. this is tough uh because i feel like everyone thinks they're gonna go quarterback but i don't think you take a malik willis or a kenny pickett here when Matt rules jobs on the line, you know, they should probably look towards trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, this seems like a, a trade back. This seems like a trade back spot because they don't have a second or a third round pick. Uh, but I'm not necessarily sure who would, who's necessarily on the board. That's anyone would really trade up for maybe Minnesota if they want to move up for Stingley, but I don't foresee that being crazy Dopamensis first move. So I think they're going to fill a position to need and they're going to go with, the tackle from NC State, Akeem Ekwanu. Uh, okay. He fills a need. They need a blind side, you know, just build the offense, then find the quarterback. They got the running back. They got the receivers. Um, now they're building a young offensive line, and I feel like Akeem Ekwanu is the pick. And if they don't get any trades offers, uh, they'll just stay pat, and they'll just take who's probably number one on their board. Okay. Yeah, I like Ekwanu to – Carolina as well I can see I don't know like I see Robbie Anderson saying I don't want Baker Mayfield in Carolina if they get him there's already turmoil out the gate which I find hilarious because Robbie Anderson is a national treasure um I like the pick as personally I think Ikem Kwanu is a stud as well I think he's definitely I think Neil is better but I've even seen people saying he's the best tackle in the draft um like I said personally I think Neil is better but I love the pick uh, I think, like, I agree with you. They need to go get that bridge-style quarterback, and uh, especially with the rules job being on the line, I can't see them, you know, 
building a rookie quarterback up in one year, especially in this draft. It reminds me of, you know, my own personal situation is like everyone, you know, thought drafting Justin Fields was going to give Nagy another year regardless because it's a quarterback that he drafted and it didn't. And I don't think Carolina is going to try and repeat that situation because I don't think this is the quarterback draft to do it personally. But B-Money, you're on the board, pick seven, which used to be Chicago's pick, now New York Giants pick. Who are you going? This is a little tough here for me, but with, you know, I, I was, I was trying to think while you guys were talking, if I should draft, um, you know, as I would make the pick like in this current situation, or if I have to take into account with how the draft has already fallen for the team. So, you know, since uh, we've already got the giants taking a tackle at pick five, um, I think, you know, there could be a variety of guys that they could pick right here at this spot seven. Um, I know Thomas talked about a potential trade uh, in a pick uh, before. And then I know over the last couple of weeks we've talked about, I know Thomas has talked about the uh, Vikings possibly moving up to seven. And, you know, the Giants, what do they have? Two so they this would be a very realistic picks. spot for them to move up for Minnesota. If Stingley was still on the board, uh, I think Minnesota would make a call at this point, knowing Stingley's still on the board. Right. And I mean, with the top three edge rushers already gone here, um, I could, because I could see if, if uh, the Giants could get an edge rusher at five, I can see them hanging on to this pick and maybe drafting a tackle. But getting the tackle at five, this could be a potential trade back situation. But just to make it easy, I'm going to take the best player uh, left on my board. And some people are back and forth on him a lot. And I don't even know the current situation of the Giants secondary. But I'm going to go with Kyle Hamilton. Uh, dude's a freak, an athletic freak, big body, fast, out of Notre Dame. So I'm going to go with him. They got rid of Jabril Peppers and Landon Collins, didn't they? Or they didn't have Landon Collins, did they? This oh, last Collins year? been gone for a while. Yeah, he's been gone for years. I and thought I he was Peppers with was Washington and then went to New York. No, it was vice versa. Swapped? Okay, well then I'm very stupid. Ignore me. But what about Peppers? Did they get rid of Peppers this year? Yeah, he's in New England now. Yep. Dude, I'm all over the place a little bit here. Yeah, I'm yeah, all. Over. Uh, but Kyle Hamlin is a good pick here because I think uh, uh, is it Brandon Bean? Is he the or who they are? They hired from Buffalo, right? The Giants GM. Uh, Joe or they hired? I thought it was. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of the Bills GM. My bad. Uh, yeah, Joe. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name who they hired. Joe something. Showing. Yeah, it was showing. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in his very first draft, he's gonna go best player available. Um, I could see Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher for Florida State here. Uh, I just feel like they're going edge rusher. But, I mean, Hamilton, teaming up Hamilton with Xavier McKinney, a former, I believe, second-round pick from Alabama, um, that's pretty young young safety tandem and a rebuilding defense. So um, I feel like there's argument for Hamilton because, you know, for all we know, he could go fourth overall or he could fall all the way to 13, 14, or 15. So, I mean, right here is probably where he's going to go within pick seven to, like, 11 is probably his area. I think it's happening here, folks. Yep, I agree. I Malik. know what you're talking about. All right. 
I think it's Malik Willis out of Liberty. And I think that the Falcons aren't looking back. You know, Mariota obviously was a signing because Arthur Smith worked in Tennessee. He's worked with Mariota. Yeah, but I I mean, I feel like Malik Willis is the guy. Is he going to start right out of the gate? Maybe. You know, I think it's going to be a battle. But I feel like, you know, they had to sign Mariota just for, you know, just in case anything happens, they don't get their guy in the draft. Obviously, it's similar situation that we've seen in the past with many teams. Go out there and get a vet, draft a quarterback. We've seen it plenty of times before. Um, and that's why I always, like, crack up when people freak out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I freaked out about Andy Dalton last year, especially because it was in the midst of all that Russell Wilson yeah. he hoopla and all that. Uh, but, you know, we ended up getting Justin Fields. It, there's a reason they got Mariota. I think it's going to be Malik Willis. I think he's probably got – he's got an absolute cannon on him. And uh, they, they have a lot of needs in Atlanta. They have a lot of needs in Atlanta. But, I mean, we all know the most important position in the game is quarterback, and I think they're going with Malik Willis. Yeah, uh, I love this pick for Atlanta. Um, I I mean, this is the – I mean, this is when I personally think Malik Willis would go. I don't think he's even in play for Carolina. Um, he's a perfect quarterback to sit behind uh, Marcus Mariota. You know, it's he, – he needs a red shirt the entire season. They, there's not enough room to work with. Uh, there's no Ridley. Um, I could see wide receiver being the pick here if they're looking for uh, a Ridley eventual replacement or Jermaine Johnson just taking just, just take an athletic freak at this, at this pick. I mean, there's so many ways they could go, maybe a trade back. But, uh, no, Willis is the perfect pick for them. Just sit them, let them learn. Uh, you know, maybe if you're bad enough, you could get one of the top receivers in next year's draft class. I mean, Arthur Smith needs a quarterback of his own to groom after Matt Ryan left. And uh, I think Willis, is, he's just too talented to pass up. I mean, he should be a top 10 pick. But knowing that quarterback isn't necessarily a need for plenty of teams this season, there's a chance he could fall out of the top 12 by default. But, uh, yeah, Willis is a good pick. Thomas, the Seahawks. Yeah, you know, uh, Pete Carroll, John Schneider are happy right now. Uh, Derek Stingley Jr., this is his floor. He will not fall past this pick. They need it. They need, they haven't had anyone close to Richard Sherman in years. And uh, they're going to take best player available here. And I'm, Willis could be in play if Atlanta passed on him. But I just think Derek Stingley Jr. fits exactly what Pete, like he fits a Pete Carroll defense. He's got the personality. Uh, the whole defense is rebuilding and teaming up the two LSU guys, Derek Steenley and Jamal Adams, a uh, lot of history together, not necessarily playing together, but just having a lot in common of going to the same school and having the same experiences. Uh, there is no way Steenley falls past pick nine. Uh, this is his floor 1000%. And I think they would run up to the podium with this pick. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, with Stingley there. I if I had to pick, I mean, I don't know about Will. I'm sure he's. Would you have taken Stingley there too? Will? I would have taken Stingley. Yeah, I I think that if Malik Willis isn't available for Seattle, that they're. I don't think they trust anyone else, and I think they're going to ride with Drew Locke and give him a shot. Uh, there is I, a rumor I, though. Baker. Uh, yeah, yeah, big rumor. It came out like yesterday about. Seattle potentially looking to trade back into the first round for like a Matt Corral or someone like that. Yeah. So. I mean, I could, how we did picks eight and nine, I could see those flip-flopped, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. I could see Atlanta going Stingley and then Seattle going Malik Willis right after that. But if Malik Willis, you know, goes Stingley still available for Seahawks, like Thomas was saying, 
Um, I just feel like that guy fits their culture, you know, like, yeah, not sure what exactly the words for it are, but he just seems like a Seahawk. Um, I feel like we've all kind of talked in the past about how Pete Carroll loves TBs too. I mean, he, I mean, they've won him a Super Bowl. like athletes, good DBs. He's worked with Sherman. He knows a DB when he sees one, if they take Stingley, he's going to turn out in in uh seattle and personally like i mean i feel like we've talked about like i I think malik willis is going there i think the only reason that atlanta doesn't go stingley is because of the good year that i mean they have holes across the board in atlanta and and aj terrell had a good year you know obviously there's more than one db on the field but i think that's why they're going quarterback and i think that's why seattle and like seattle is going to be in play for baker i think that's probably his best landing spot if possible Mm -hmm. for him so I think they'll be in play for Baker Mayfield, but I think I think Stingley is where they go. And then uh, pick ten. That's you, B Money. All right, I'm stuck with the stinky Jets again. But <laughs> <laughs> um, man, this this pick, I think it can go a, a bunch of different ways. Um, you know, they could go tackle here. We still got Charles Cross on the board. Uh, talked about going O line early uh with the first pick with the jets which was pick four but this is where i think the first receiver is going to come off the board and i'm between the three names of drake london garrett wilson and jamison williams thinking about it i feel like it could be drake london you know just because they have elijah moore already who's more of like a small speedster route runner type guy so drake london being the big body uh jump ball kind of guy red zone threat um to go hand in hand with an elijah moore makes sense i could see that but i think the best pick right here would be garrett wilson uh, i think he seems to be the best receiver in the draft i do like jameson williams too but coming off that knee injury um, not that it should matter too much because we all expect him to fully recover. But I th- I think Garrett Wilson's got to be the pick right here. Um, I believe Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams, they were both at Ohio State together, you know, and Garrett Wilson still outshined among the other receivers along with Chris Olave. So... I think Garrett Wilson's the best receiver in this class, and he's going to be the first one off the board taken by the Jets. Garrett Wilson. Wilson to Wilson. I like it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I think it – I won't be shocked if they go Jamison Williams, but I do think Garrett Wilson's just as good. Um, and I, my big thing is it's a big year for Zach Wilson. They need immediate impact. And the, even coming off an ACL, I think Jamison Williams is going to be fine. But they say you even do need a year like after an ACL to get that full recovery. So he, he probably won't even play much this season regardless. And they need a big year out of Zach Wilson. And I think that's why they go Garrett Wilson. And I like the pick. Yeah. I love the pick here. Um, I could see Drake London just because they kind of want a big body receiver, kind of like a Mike Evans type to go along with Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. For all we know, I mean, this pick could be traded on draft day to San Francisco for Debo Samuel. Uh, that's why, you know, there's so many things that could happen. But um, I, th- I think Garrett Wilson is definitely the best pick here. And you can't go wrong with the pick. Garrett Wilson, I think him and Will- Williams are 1A and 1B. 
And I, I personally think that Jameson Williams will be the pick because I feel like he's the most talented receiver in this draft. But I think Garrett Wilson is probably the safest pick in this draft. He's been often compared to Stefan Diggs. But Jameson Williams is – Jordan Schultz from Twitter, uh, he's an inside ESPN. And he has said that uh, many teams view Jameson Williams as a cornerstone-type player. And, you know, he could go really anywhere. So, um, yeah, I think Garrett Wilson, great pick. Can't go wrong with Williams. And the fact that you come away with a mod sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, uh, two premier guys at their own position – um, I think the Jets are on the right track with Robert Saleh and then uh, Joe Douglas. Uh, can't go wrong here. Um, you can't forget about assistant GM Brett White. <laughs> of course. And then I believe that brings Will up at pick 11. Can't hear you, Will. It's muted. Will, you're muted. Oh, my bad. Um, I hate that I have the commanders, honestly. I hate it. <laughs> um, I don't know who the hell they're picking. I don't know if they're going quarterback or not. Like London. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like London's available. They could, I mean, they have McLaurin, but they could any I mean, you need receivers in today's game. I don't think they're gonna go howl. I don't think they're going pick it. Uh I think I think it's yeah, I would have to agree. I think they're gonna shock the world a little bit. I think they're gonna go London. You know, he's a great available pick. Um, McLaurin's coming up on a contract year. Who knows how that's going to work out, you know, with the whole A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel thing going on. Uh, I think they're going London. I think they're going to shock the world, take a receiver. It's going to go back-to-back. Um, and, yeah, they're going London. And here we go, Thomas Gorski picking for his own squad. Yeah, you moving know, back. Uh, this is tough. I mean, because I feel like trading back with New Orleans or Pittsburgh uh, makes the most sense here. Um. Well, the thing is, if I trade back to 16, you know, I might not be able to make the pick. It's the risk you got to take. But you know, you'll, you'll, you'll pick at 12 still. If they trade back, you'll yes. still pick at 12. Yeah, so, but I actually think the Vikings, we don't know what they're going to do. Quazy is a lot different than Rick Spielman. Kevin O'Connell loves three to four wide receiver sets, and I think Jamison Williams is too talented to pass up. You need to look at the future of that. Of, Thielen's probably gone in a year. So if you could team up Williams with Jefferson, um, Kevin O'Connell is going to have some fun <laughs> with this offense. And mm-hmm. I think Jameson Williams is going to be the pick here. Three receivers in a row. I, I would be shitting my pants as a Bear fan. I'm not going to lie if you guys took Jameson Williams. But the way it's falling right now, I think you guys do go Jameson Williams. They've done homework on Garrett Wilson and Drake London. So they, they're, they're doing their fair share of work on wide receivers. So it's, it's possible. I think it's McDuffie or it's a receiver or it ideally a perfect trade back would be the trade back, get McDuffie. As a Packer fan, I hate the pick, but as, (laughs) as a GM, I think, like you said, that would be ridiculous. And I think it'd be a great move. Um, I kind of agree with you with the, one a one b thing you know and i don't even know i i i wouldn't even go as far as i guess saying that to split them up because i don't even know which one i like more i was all over jameson williams um before the knee injury and like not that that's even a big issue but i just had to watch more before i pick and if if the vikings got to draft jameson williams that was be very dangerous for 
the uh, Vikings offense. And if that pick does happen, it kind of would remind me of when CD lamb got drafted by the Cowboys kind of like nobody really expected it to happen, but, but like mm-hmm. when it happens, it's like, wow, this could be dangerous. You yep. know, I really like the pick there. And I think, I think that'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen though. No, no, it's, I mean, they they are going to trade back. Uh, everyone knows cornerbacks are neat. So I think if they move back with uh, New Orleans at 16, McDuffie's the pick. You move back with Pittsburgh at 20, they're probably taking Andrew Booth. But, you know, the thing is, I don't know what they're going to do because, you know, with Rick Spielman, you know, it's like, okay, we kind of know what he's going to do. Uh, Quazy, Kevin O'Connell, I mean, it's all about offense. Maybe they'll just think, let's just outscore opponents. Who, who, who needs a who needs a cornerback? We got two premier edge rushers. We got Harrison Smith in safety. You know, let's just outscore everyone. Bring the pressure. Three, four. But uh, one last thing before we move on is the only reason I do think Williams could be the pick here is he, it would allow him to recover from the injury because he wouldn't need to step in right away. They could survive with Thielen, Osborne, and Jefferson uh, for the first season and just kind of let them just take your time. So, again, I just think that a lot of GMs are doing best player available through this draft because there's no locks at any position. I agree completely. I think it's going to be a lot of BPA, a lot of it. And I think, like, you, everyone's expecting, you know, maybe quarterback, and I think they're going to slip, dude. I think Malik Willis is going to go, and I don't think anyone's confident enough until you hit those, like, 15, 16s range, like the Saints taking a quarterback potentially. Brett, you're on the clock, Houston Texans. All right, so there's one guy that's sticking out on the board like a sore thumb right now at least for this little simulator. Um, But with this pick, um, I feel like what we do see a lot in the NFL draft, especially with this position, is that players get drafted, um, you know, either a lot earlier or a lot later than expected. And that's offensive tackle. Because I feel like, you know, when a team's really high on their guy, like they they will go and get that tackle. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised here if the Texans are in this situation and, you know, with, um, them going edge at pick three, um, they're probably going to be looking to go offensive line here, possibly. Uh, so I'm going to go Charles cross, but you know, if, if they do go tackle, it, it could be a number of guys and, with that said, I mean, McDuffie is still on the board. You got linebackers like Lloyd, many other good linemen. Um, and, you know, if we don't see the receivers go boom, 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 three in a row, that that could be an option as well. So for the sake of where we're at, though, Charles Cross to the Houston Texans. I like the pick. They need every position. Laramie Tunzel has spoken about how he potentially doesn't even want to be in Houston anymore. Uh, go get someone who's going to protect Davis Mills for the time being. And, you know, maybe down the road, they take a quarterback. Yeah. You know, um, I think Charles Cross would be a great pick here. You're arguably getting two top 10 players after taking Walker and then coming back around with Cross. Um, you know, this is also a spot for McDuffie for like Jordan Davis, where like they're just taking the guy who's just best available. But I mean, I don't think you could go wrong with anybody in the spot where Houston's at. They're just they're in a position where they just they just need to add talent. It doesn't matter where at. Uh, but being able to get a tandem of Charles Cross and Laramie Tunsil uh, to protect to protect Davis Mills is I think that's the move because you need to see what you have in Davis Mills. 
Um, if this is also a spot for Jameson Williams or Drake London, if they start to slip, they could look for a wide receiver opposite of Brandon Cooks. But the way the board fell, um, I think Charles Cross is probably the best available player at this spot. I completely agree. Uh, I got the Ravens, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Linderbaum. I think that they're going to jump on him a little bit. Is it maybe a little early? I don't know. Uh, I've seen him falling here a lot, though. Uh, and they need offensive line. You know, Lamar Jackson's running for his life. I think Linderbaum's a good pick. I think he's going to be a great center in the NFL, and I think they're going Linderbaum. I think he's expendable as well. He can move him to guard. He's going to be a good offensive tackle. He gets well to the second level. I've read everything about him. He can get to the second level very well. Uh, I'm going Linderbaum here for the Ravens. I love Linderbaum, the prospect. Uh, this is probably a reach, but, you know, we always see those on draft day. Um, it's just hard because, you know, I don't know if centers – I don't know if the center's ever gone that high. Um, I know Bradbury a few years back, he went 18 to Minnesota. Um, you know, but, I mean, I, I see an argument for the pick. Um, you know, I, I believe Bozeman left. He may have left and gone somewhere like Carolina or somewhere. Not sure from the top of my head. So that's that'll be a position of need, but uh, this, this seems like a good spot though for McDuffie or Jordan Davis. You know, I'm not sure how much longer Clyus Campbell has left. I don't even know if he's made a decision about coming back, so he could be a potential replacement. I think I think he has returned. I think that's why I passed yeah. on Jordan Davis. I think he returned, and I think that they're going to go O line here. That's just that was my personal belief because yeah. I was loving either way, talented player. Yes, no matter what, I think that it's going to be a good pick and it's going to work out for them. Absolutely. And that brings me up now with Philadelphia and uh, your first of your first of the Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to go Trent McDuffie. Uh, you need a cornerback opposite of Darius Slay. Um, they got to build that secondary up. Uh, it's, it's just a need. That defense has been atrocious for years. We saw how they performed against that Buccaneers offense in the playoffs. It was a disaster. Uh, McDuffie's got the ability to play inside and outside. Um, he's been often compared to Jair Alexander, very similar measurables, um, great tackler in the open field, uh, man, the man guy, uh, he could do it all. So I just think he's, he's just so talented. This is a definitely a Howie Roseman type pick and I'm going to go with McDuffie here. I like the pick. I think, I think he's going to fit well out there. Be money saints. All right. Saints, uh, man, where to start? I feel like they have a lot of needs. Um, losing Sean Payton was huge for them. But when I think of watching a couple of their games outside of forgetting all about week one, um, I just don't know how they played with the wide receivers that they have. Assuming that Michael Thomas is coming back, that would, that would be good. But if I'm sitting here at 16, I'm definitely taking Chris Olave if I'm the Saints. Uh, dude's a speedster, was great at Ohio State. We all know Winston has a cannon. And, you know, the best thing for them would to be for Mike Thomas to come back and to get a guy that can fly around the field like Olave, open things up for Kamara, and really just get the offense clicking uh, a lot better than what it has, what it was from last year. And like I said, they got a couple needs. Who knows? Could go quarterback here. Uh, maybe who knows how confident they are in Jameis Winston or 
how long they plan on rolling with Winston. So that's an option. But if I'm the Saints here, I'm thinking Winston can be the guy if they actually put a team around him, and that starts with Chris Olave. Yeah, um, I love the pick. Um, I truthfully, if the draft board did fall like this and there, and there are like no trades, because I fully expect New Orleans or Pittsburgh to move up for Pickett, hypothetically. Like they'll just get in a bidding war, whether it's with Minnesota or someone else. Um, if they take Olave in this spot, I think it's just simply just just because the Chargers are right behind them. They're looking for they're going to look for an Allen replacement, and the Saints know that they were probably going to take Olave at 17 potentially. So taking him here and then potentially being able to come back with Pickett or a tackle, um, I think Olave would be a smart pick here by them if the board fell this way. That's why you I. That's why I love the Olave pick here. I feel like you don't have to worry about you know Hurts or the Char- or Eagles or the Chargers taking a quarterback here. And I think unless you know, like you said, obviously you know the Saints are going to get into a bidding war with Minnesota. But if it's falling this way, I love the Olave pick. I think that you know Jalen Hurts, he was just a playoff quarterback. They're not going to give up on a play to playoff quarterback that quickly, and you know the Chargers aren't going quarterback, obviously. So that's why I love the Olave pick. But the thing is here is, you you know, you could say it like that, like you know they're not going to go quarterback, but it really depends on how um, how much they really want to draft a quarterback here because if they don't draft a quarterback, I don't expect, you know, if the Steelers haven't already, I don't expect the Steelers thinking that – or, I mean, the, the Saints thinking that the Steelers are not going to offer enough to jump them at 19 – you know, the Steelers can definitely go and trade for pick 17 and 18, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get the quarterback before the Saints, if the Saints want to draft one falling to him. So it kind of all depends on that. But I just think, he, yeah, best available. Yeah, and that's exactly what their I'm needs. With the way that this draft board's falling, I'm having I'm, – I'm trading back with the Steelers. And I'm going to have the Steelers jump up with uh, – I don't know exactly what I'm going to give up here. But, uh, it is only three spots. So, I mean, I think uh, maybe and, uh, like a third next year, a second, probably a third next year, I would say is probably. Fair. Oh, it's, they're going to get their guy though. Yeah. Like they're going to, they're going to charge them. They're going to charge them a fee if that's the case. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if. Maybe 2084. 20, I feel like 2084 and like a third next year as well will easily get the job done. Yeah, I mean, you're on the clock, so uh, that works for me. Um, Gonna force the trade. Are we forcing the trade here on our PFF simulator? We're, yeah, let's just force the trade. Let's just force the trade. I don't know what they're going to do, but I have the Steelers jumping up to 17 with the way that this is falling right here. And I have them taking Kenny Pickett. So the Chargers have picked 20 now? Chargers have picked 20. If I would have known we were doing this, I would have had like Green Bay trade up to pick, pick four. (laughs) <laughs> oh man oh, what, are, what are they I mean who are you getting that for give me Garrett Wilson <laughs> I think you can move it to 8 I think you can probably make it to 10 
Yeah, so, well, the, well, yeah, I mean, Kenny Pickett, this is a great pick for Pittsburgh here. Uh, he, he wouldn't have to, like, start right away, but, I mean, he could be better than Mitch. I mean, I know they paid Mitch two years, like, $14 million, but they could easily get out of that after a year. I think they'll create an open competition, maybe not rush Pickett in right away. But uh, either way, I mean, I think Pittsburgh ends up with a quarterback. They're either landing Pickett or they're landing Willis, one of the two. Uh, right. They're sure trading up. I've so seen multiple situations on like Bleacher Report where they have uh, Pittsburgh trading like pick 20 in uh, a first round next year and like a third next year to like Minnesota to move up. For some reason on my simulator, it still has the Chargers at 17 somehow. I don't know. It's, it's, it don't matter. I'm going to plug it in on my own. Yeah, that's what I did. I just – They can pick it. Pick 20. The Chargers take and pick it. Yeah. Steelers pick, pick it. You're on the board for your second Eagles pick. Yeah, and uh, I think best player available here. Uh, it's, it's a position of need, and I think he's the best linebacker in draft by far, and I'm going Devin Lloyd. Uh, he's, he's an absolute monster. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Devin White coming out of LSU, and the Eagles defense is atrocious. And I think if you could get Lloyd, McDuffie – the first in within your first two picks of the draft, uh, I think Howie Rosen is going to sleep fairly well on draft night, okay. and that defense got a lot better. And I just think Lloyd's too talented to pass up here. I completely agree with you. I think that they're going to go Devin Lloyd as well. And if they walk away with McDuffie and Lloyd, they don't need defensive line. Their defensive line still fairly solid. I love I love this draft for the Eagles. Brett, you're on the board. New Orleans Saints. Back with the Saints here. You know, this is kind of where it's like a crapshoot. Like, there's just so many picks, you know. Who knows if the guys that we're picking are going to be available, this and that. But let's see here. Just went receiver. They lost Armstead. They did. Oh, Where's he at? Is he Penny in Miami now? A lot of sense here. Who would you he say? In, uh, Taylor Penning, Northern Iowa. That's – I'm. you know what? I, I hate to say, like, you know, it really makes it seem like you spoke that pick on to me. But um, this guy was at the Senior Bowl, correct? Do you, do you guys know? I'm pretty sure I remember seeing this guy at the Senior Bowl. And he's like a giant. He's like a Yeti, like – Dude is huge. Six seven. I want to say, what is he? Six seven. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna go with that pick. Um, that makes sense there. There's a couple of tackles available, but you know, according to this little simulator, and losing Armstead, tackle is obviously a position of need here. Uh, we got we got some other guys like, um, Bernard, Raymond, Raymond. Yep. You know, tackle out of Central Michigan. A um, couple other guys, you know, but we're gonna we're gonna go with Trevor Penning, the big Yeti out of Division Two UNI. Um, I think yeah. you can't go wrong with selecting an O lineman with one of their first round picks, and they can just hope and pray that he can fill the shoes of Armstead. And I think that this is honestly fine for New Orleans. Personally, I I like I have full faith in Jameis uh, Jameis Winston and personally, you know, losing Sean Payton might hurt it. So my faith has definitely gone down because I think with Sean Payton, a lot of quarterbacks can really work out. We watched the Panthers all give Teddy Bridgewater a shit ton of money because of working in that same system. So I think if, you know, 
they can figure it out offensively still with Winston. I think he can be the guy. And if you go win, if you go uh, Olave and Penning, I'd be happy if I was a Saints fan, honestly, because I think I do think Jameis Winston can get a job, can get the job done personally. Yeah, you know, I agree. And um, I'm a huge Trevor Penning guy. I mean, he had a 97.3 PFF grade, nearly perfect. Um, He on on the actual draft day, I mean, I think he's I think there's a good chance he's probably a charger. They're going to be looking for another tackle to team up with with Sean Slater. But I mean, the Saints got to replace uh, Armstead. They already got Ramchek at right tackle. Um, I know Penning kind of fits. You know, many expect him to be a right tackle at the next level, but I feel like he could handle his own at left tackle. So, I mean, Penning and Olave in round one, you simply just took two talented football players that make you better than you were when you woke up that morning. So, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of Penning, and I think this is a good pick here. Knowing both quarterbacks are off the board, it's a too much of a reach for anyone else. So, I mean, Penning, great pick. All right, we got 12 picks left. And I think that this is my reason and why I thought with the way that the draft board fell, why the Chargers were okay with moving back, because I don't think the Eagles are going to go D-line. I don't think the Saints are going D-line. And I think they really love Jordan Davis, and I'm going to have them taking Jordan Davis at 20. I think Jordan Davis is a smart pick. And I won't be shocked if he goes 17. Shit, I won't even be shocked if he goes pick 14. Jordan Davis is a stud. He ran a what, 4-5, 4-6 at his size? Yeah, it was like a, like a four six eight, I believe it. It was something insane, or four nine. Was it maybe four eight, four nine? I don't remember. But it was, it, it no, matter size, what, at that, at, no matter what, at that size, that's yeah. insane. He, he's a monster. I think Jordan Davis at twenty is probably a slip for him, because personally, I think if he's available at seventeen for the Chargers, they won't even worry about trading back. But I think with the Eagles and the Saints behind them, I don't think they're gonna have to worry about it because I think the Eagles really love Devin Lloyd. And I think the Saints, especially if Kenny Pickett's gone with the trade back, with the way the board's falling, I think Jordan Davis is a lock here at pick 20. Absolutely. Dor- uh, Davis is a freak. I mean, they they add, they already have Bosa on the line. They added Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears trade. Now you're adding Jordan Davis to the line. Maybe the best um, defense in the, the defensive line in the NFL if Davis works out, really. like They might end. They also signed, uh, uh, what is it, Sebastian Day or someone from the Rams. Yep. They gave him like three years, 25. Uh, so, I mean, there's even rumors that they want to go after like Akeem Hicks. So, I mean, there's like, like, like they're going all in this year. I mean, they're so, the division they're playing in. I don't blame them. They have a stud quarterback in Justin Herbert, and they got they need someone to get after Mahomes, Carr, and Russell Wilson. I do not blame them for going all in at D-line. They need someone to attack the quarterback. I mean, just the way that the the league is moving, you know, quarterback is by far the most position, the most, you know, the best position uh, mm-hmm. offensively. And you need someone to take out the quarterback and they've got the guys to do it. And if they had Jordan Davis, it's literally a nightmare in Los Angeles. Yeah, I agree. It's a great pick. Uh, the Patriots. This is kind of a, you know, a middle of the pack one. I don't know who the Patriots are taking at 21. I won't be shocked if Bill Belichick trades out. But here you go, Thomas. I think this guy's just too talented, and he's going to go a lot higher than people think, and that's Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher, Florida State. Belichick, you know, they, they'll they rarely, like, trade up in the first round, but, man, if there's someone super talented just staring at them in the face, uh, they'll take them. They need an edge rusher. They haven't found any uh, – they really haven't found a uh, – a replacement. I mean, they've lost a few guys over the past few years. Uh, who who was the one who left for Detroit? Trey Flowers. 
Yeah, Trey Flowers. They never really found a Trey Flowers replacement. They've done the experiments of Chase Winoviches and stuff like that, but they haven't found a premier edge rusher. And I think Jermaine Johnson is just way too talented, and he's just too physically talented. And he fits that Belichick mold where, you know, he's such a hard worker. He started off at community college. Um, he transferred from Georgia because he couldn't beat out uh, Trayvon Walker for the job. So he eventually transferred from there and he had a hell of a season at Florida state, 14 sacks, 82.3 PFF grade uh, has the ability to play inside and out. So, I mean, this is just a bill Belichick type of guy if he's available. And I think they'll be completely fine with this pick. I agree. And I feel like, you know, they need a receiver. They do. They need Mac to get Mac Jones the ball, but I feel like here at 21, especially with the big four going off the board this early, I feel like anyone at 21 would kind of be a reach. You know, Sky Moore would be a reach. Uh, and you just think about that Nikhil Harry pick a few years back. And I think in the second round, there's going to be some good guys uh, that they'll be able to draft at 54, 52, whatever they're at, around 54. So, yeah, I think that they're going to they're gonna go with Jermaine Johnson here. And I think, I think it's a steal. I agree. P-Money gets his own team. Look at him. Green Bay at 22. This guy. Man, this – Oh, this is tough. This is tough because there's a lot of different things they could do. Obviously, wide receiver is a huge need. And, you know, what? I won't be surprised if, like, Aaron Rodgers is involved a little bit. Honestly, like, I feel like with where they're at right now, um, you know, they – I feel like they have to ask him, like, you know, maybe maybe who he's interested a little bit. Not that they're going to go out and get that guy. But it's sad to see the four receivers off the board right here. But um, I think this pick will be a little disappointing for Packer fans. But with how the board's fallen, and, I mean, I, th- I think uh, Trevor Penning, I feel like he, he'd be a Green Bay Packer. He just he just seems like, like the kind of – he just seems like a Packer, you know. And that'd be, that'd be great at right tackle. But he's gone off the board. But I still think that um, getting a guy, Bernard, Raymond, mm-hmm. um, just where people have him ranked and the caliber player that he could be, um, getting him at 22, uh, protecting Rodgers more, solidifying that O-line, um, I, think, I think that's a, a smart pick and something that is definitely – uh, could could have a very good positive impact in the future. Um, if this guy ends up being something, you got Bakhtiari at left tackle, this guy at right tackle. Whoever's at quarterback next after Aaron Rodgers is going to be well-protected along with Rodgers being well-protected. And I think um, if they do go this route, you know, a receiver will be drafted later on. So, But I'm going to go with Bernard Raymond, tackle yeah. from Central Michigan. Yeah, I love the pick. Uh, I more so think uh, he might go like pick 28, but, uh, you know, I like him for Green Bay. I don't know how many other teams are going to view him just due to his age. He's he's an older prospect. He's going to be 25 years old throughout before, like, even they probably hit their bye week. So, you know, sometimes there, there's this weird thing with older prospects. They tend to slip a little bit because everyone feels like you need to be like – because, like, Derek Stingley Jr., he's 20 years old it's it's insane and he'll turn 21 like during the season so it's like when you got that four-year window that could 
increase or decrease where certain guys are going to go. But this builds a need for Green Bay, and I think the fact that there's no receivers on the board, uh, they're just going to stick to their draft board. And this is a this is a Green Bay guy. You're, you're, you're he's from Central Michigan. You're going to keep him in the Midwest. He'll be a day one right tackle. Uh, protect Aaron Rodgers at his age. That that should be the goal. Get him weapons and protect him. As long as Rodgers is under center, you're going to win ten to twelve games every year. I agree. So I got the Cardinals. Yep. See, look here. This is I. This is a tough one. You know, I could see them. I could see them going Zion Johnson here at guard, but I think they're going to go defense, and I think they're going to go Devontae Wyatt uh, in the middle. Um, I'm also considering George Karlaftis after losing uh, Chandler Jones, but I like them taking Devontae Wyatt here. Another Georgia stud, him and Jordan Davis, maybe the best interior defensive lineman duo in college football history. Uh, and I think he's going to be, you know, a stud out in Arizona as well. And I think they're going to go Devontae Wyatt here. Yeah, uh, I like Wyatt as a prospect. Um, you know, Watt's getting older. He kind of strikes as a potential um, Watt replacement. I can also see cornerback here. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I think Andrew Booth, because oh, yep. they need someone to team up with Byron Murphy going forward. Yep. Problem is, they could also take a running back here and shock everyone and go with like Brees Hall. I mean, they the Cardinals they don't necessarily have a ton of needs, you know, where they could trade back, they could trade up. You know, they're they're infatuated with Jamison Williams according to the reports. So I mean, they can move up for a receiver all we want, but um, I think if they stay at this pick, uh, Devontae Wyatt's a stud, and you take Georgia football players, they're gonna be good for you. Yeah, they are. Cowboys. This is tough uh, because knowing Jerry Jones, you know, he could take a trail on Burks or like a wide receiver here. Uh, but I feel like protecting Dak Prescott's a need. Um, they lost, I believe, their left guard, Connor. Zio Collins. Oh, they did. Oh, they lost Collins as well. I forgot about that. I was more thinking of the guard. Yeah, they lost Lyle Collins as well. But, I mean, I think they're going to go Zion Johnson and stick him in at left guard, have a Zion Johnson and Zach Martin duo. Uh, Johnson's also got the ability to play center. So, I mean, they've been looking for a um, for a replacement for years for Travis Frederick. Uh, he, Zion Johnson played center at the Senior Bowl. Um, great pick here for Dallas. I think now they're just going to lean on the run game after losing Cooper, uh, you know, lean on Zeke and Pollard. So you got to beef up that offensive line and Prescott's taken a beating over the years. Yeah, he is. So, I mean, just protecting Prescott's key. Zion Johnson makes so much sense here. This has got to be his floor. I agree. Who did we go with for pick 23? Uh, Devontae Wyatt. Wyatt. Oh, okay. Big guy. All right. All right, Zion Johnson, and then what does that – that makes me up again here? Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. All right, man. Buffalo. Last year, I thought they were just – I thought they were the team, man. It seems like they have everything together, you know. They have – it seems like they have it all. Um, their defense is great. Their offense is great. Josh Allen might win MVP this year. Um, I'm pretty sure their their O line is pretty well. There's there's a couple different ways they can go here. 
Well, let's see. You know, I know a lot of people would like them to go uh, Brees Hall, but I I just think that's a little too early. I agree. Um, I know who I got in mind, but I want to see who you got. This is tough to say. It is. But I'm just gonna go ahead. I don't. I don't think uh, there's really no rhyme or reason for this pick, especially what the simulator says for their needs. But I think you can never go wrong with just getting another edge guy. And this guy's at the top of the board, ranked ten on PFF. George Carl Aftis, the Greek freak. So I'm gonna go with him. Um, he's probably gonna be the biggest uh, faller, I guess you could say, we've had in the, in the thing. But I don't know. It, it's it's crazy because you just – every website has a bunch of different things, and it's really tough to watch watch it all and get your own grades on everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see Brees Hall here, but I just don't think it's going to happen. We'll go with George – Carl Laftis with one thing I could see here is a switch between Zion and Carl Laftis at 24 and 25. I could see Bills going after uh Carl Laft or Zion Johnson. Um, but I like the Carl Laftis pick, uh, because they drafted Gregory Rousseau last year. He had a solid year, but I mean, you can never go wrong. They lost Matt Milano, who was kind of like that flip back and forth. He could do a little bit of both, kind of like uh bar he could go after the quarterback but you know he played a little bit of zone i like the carl Aftis pick personally well that could definitely be uh i mean losing milano i didn't i didn't know that but that could definitely be nicobe dean there as well that's that's who i was gonna take if i had the um new england Patriots spot i just feel like that you know like like i said no rhyme or reason to it but that just sounds like a bill belichick guy like the kobe dean i feel like i feel like he's he's gonna be on the patriots defense but we'll see yeah i mean i feel like buffalo here again they're they're just so talented right now they don't necessarily have a lot of needs um could be a trade back i mean they could trade back but you know they could go receiver they lost beasley and emmanuel definitely So, I mean, there's multiple areas I could go, but, you know, good teams like Buffalo, you could never have enough edge rushers. So uh, they got uh, Gregory Rousseau, guys like that. Um, they're, George Karlav is, is a pick who it may not pay dividends this season, but he's a name you could hear as he develops because he's very raw. Uh, he's just, he just he's 21 years old. So, I mean, he, he, by the time his rookie deal ends, he'll only be 25, 26. So, yeah, he he's just a pick where it's like it's just – best player available like we've seen so many times in this draft i also won't be shocked if they go booth bolster up that secondary um i mean you've seen what happened last year uh what their fall was you know they got torched by the chiefs pretty much the their you know their outcome i love booth i love andrew booth jr you know i would pray he's a bear (laughs) he's just another one of those guys that i pray he's a bear um Titans here for me, I'm going to say that they go George Pickens. You know, A.J. Brown's in a little bit of a dispute over there. Who knows what they're going. Uh, I like Pickens more than I do Sky Moore. So I'm going with Pickens over there, especially if they lose A.J. Brown, you know, which I don't think they're going to. But I love I like the Pickens pick. I think it'll work out well with Tannehill. And I think that, uh, you know, you can never have too many receivers in this league. And Tannehill needs them. And because Julio's not the guy, you know, he's gone. Uh, and they did bring in Bobby Trees. They did bring in Bobby Trees. I Bobby forgot Woods. about that. 
You can't you can't go wrong with three though. I I like them taking George Pickens here. Yeah, I mean, I like Pickens as a prospect personally. Uh, I actually was going to move back with the Bucks here and have uh, potentially someone like KC try to move ahead of Green Bay to take Pickens, but um, you need to get as many weapons as possible for Tannehill. Woods is coming off the injury. Uh, Pickens does remind me a little bit of AJ Brown, so I I can see an argument for like a Sky Moore here, a little yep, speedster that you can move in the slot. But yeah, I mean, I just think you need to just get as much talent as possible for Ryan Tannehill. We saw how bad he was in the playoffs, and Henry was in and out all year. So when Henry's not going, Tannehill struggles big time. And Pickens is he's just sheer say he he's safety in case you can't get a deal done with Brown. So I I have no issues with the pick and. I'm all for it. I love it. Tampa Bay. You know, uh, I believe Ali Marp- uh, Malpert retired. Ali Marpert. Uh, yeah, he retired. So um, they could trade back here. But uh, I think you're going to go Kenyon Green, guard from Texas A&M. Oh. I, think they, I think they're just simply looking for offensive line. He's been often compared to Shaq Mason, who was a guard for Brady back in New England a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's either him. green or best player available, such as like a, I don't think they'll go Nicobe Dean. I know the team up with Devin Lloyd, that would, or not Devin Lloyd, Devin White, that would be intriguing from, a, from a Todd Wolves standpoint. Uh, but no, I think Kenyon Green is a guy you take. He's good now and good for the future. And you need to protect Brady as much as you can. And having a young tandem with him and Tristan Wirfs on the offensive line, they just resigned Ryan Jensen at center. Uh, they're fine. I think they, they don't even have any needs. You have Brady at quarterback. So just whatever helps protect him. I agree. I love the Kenyon Green pick. I was hoping he was a bear. That's why I really was hoping he wasn't going in this draft. But I love the Kenyon Green pick. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a stud personally out there in, uh, in Tampa Bay. I love the pick. And B Money, he gets his team again. Look at this guy. This Everyone's guy. getting their teams. I'm not getting my team because they're picking in the second round. Do a second round video uh, later this week. With the 28th pick, Brett White of the Green Bay Packers selects Traylon Burks. I think Green Bay has to go receiver in this in the first round one way or another. Or, you know, maybe if some – they're going to get a receiver. You know, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to fall. There could be some trades. Um, we know Goody, he's not afraid to trade up. Trade back. I think he's traded up maybe twice already uh, since he's since he's been around. I think did they trade up for Jair? Do you guys remember? I know they traded up for Savage. Traded up for Darnell Savage. That's what it was. But um, and Jordan Love and Jordan Love can't forget about him. Traded up for Jordan Love. Why do I feel like they traded up for Jair? No, they did. They stuck. They stuck. But they did trade up for Savage. Yeah, Savage and Love. They yeah. both traded Savage up. and Love. So, you know, maybe we can see them trade up to get one of the receivers that has already been taken. But yeah, for the sake of where for the sake of where we're at and the guys available, I was gonna go Pickens here, but I'm gonna go Traylon Burks. I think he has the highest ceiling of all the receivers available. Uh, big body, fast guy. And I think Aaron Rodgers would be pretty happy to have a guy like him in the wide receiver room. So Traylon like, Burks, pick 28. I like Love the pick. pick. 
I'm going with the Chiefs. They need someone to replace Tyree Kill. I'm going Sky Moore out of Western Michigan here. Uh, speed, he's got it. Uh, and I feel like he's just going to fit well in an Andy Reid system. So I'm going, uh, I'm going Sky Moore here for the Chiefs at 29. Yeah, um, you know, I think Sky Moore is – I think he gets to get to the first round. Um, I think it's Sky Moore or Christian Watson in this spot. Uh, Watson's very high on a lot of people's boards, but Sky Moore is just a nice gadget guy that Andy Reid could have some fun with. Uh, mm-hmm. He's definitely an upgrade, I believe, over uh, Miko Hardman. I know they got Valdez Scantling. So, I mean, uh, they lost yeah, Pringle Sky as Moore. well. Both Tyreek Hill and Pringle, they both lost kind of that small – gadget guys that you could use so I think Sky Moore is a perfect pick for them here yeah uh love Sky Moore he's still very raw because he actually used to be like a running back so like they could even use him in the Debo Sam in a Debo Samuel type role if they want to uh so I mean yeah he's just too talented and just ton of receivers are going to go in this draft but now they're at pick 30 um this is just if this if this guy's still on the board I mean it's just a fleece by the Chiefs here and it's Andrew Booth Jr. Yep, I agree. Yeah, they they need a cornerback bad. Uh, And Andrew Booth Jr., he has – there's an argument that he could be – he could end up being, like, the top corner in this draft class. Reminds me a lot of a fellow teammate in A.J. Terrell, where it's like he was so solid on tape, but it's just like there's just so many other guys who are so flashy, you know, and stuff. But this guy, he – He's just, he is who he is. He's a lockdown corner. He could go toe to toe on the inside, outside. He could go toe to toe with your six, five receiver. So uh, yeah, I mean, Andrew Boo Jr. He's too talented to pass up in the spot. And it's, it's hard to imagine he'll, he'll be available at pick 30, but if it's not Booth Jr., it's Kair Elam. One of those two guys, I feel really good or Daxton Hill about being a chief and he's just too talented to pass up. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to – they're going to go DB with that second pick. I think it's going to go DB receiver. Could be back-to-back DB. I mean, they're going to lose Tyron Matthew. Dax Hill's a good replacement there. Um, Lewis Sign, I could also see. Uh, if they even wanted to jump on more of that box, I think Jaquan Brisker could be a real – it would be a reach for them. But, you know, we've seen teams do it before in the past. Teams reach on their guys. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's Jaquan Brisker as well, who I also would love in Chicago. Be money, the runner-ups in the Super Bowl. Not a team with a whole lot of holes. All right, here we go. Um, I do want to say, you know, for this, how we're doing this draft, like, just looking at it, Booth, great pick. And I, there's no way he'll be available this late. Um, I feel like he'll be going a lot earlier. And I, I, I want y'all to remember this. I don't think I, – I could be very wrong, but I don't think – that George Pickens, Traylon Burks, and Sky Moore will be taken before Booth. I agree. You know, I mean, we're talking the receivers. Make it in the first round. Four, five, the four, five, and six receivers coming off. Well, what would Booth? He'd be the fourth corner coming off the board. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. I mean, he, yeah, he, he's a consensus number four. Everyone's got McDuffie, Stingley, and Sauce all ahead of them. So this I is, don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe four receivers will go. People but I just good. can't see this many receivers going that early. And yeah, Booth getting to thirty. That that seems like. But that's where, this is why I but, love the fun in this. This is where it's fun, you know. People, I mean, people are probably going to look at it and think we're crack smoke, but it's the fun in this. 
you know, it's this is why I want to do it this way. You know, we can all come out with our own mocks, you know, together. Uh, separate, I mean. But this is I, – I love this. I love this style. Uh, just kind of having to work with what you think the other person's doing. And it kind of reminds me of an NFL draft. You have to work with what people mm-hmm. are doing ahead of you. You know, I – So tough, yeah. But, you know – Right now, we obviously know that the Bengals need to protect Joe Burrow. And we don't have too many top interior linemen available on the board. You can always draft a guy and kick him inside. Um, But I'm going to go with N'Kobe Dean. Maybe not necessarily a need. I know they have a really good um, inside linebacker. Can anyone remember? Is it Logan Wilson? Is that his name? Is that a name? Yeah, uh, he plays outside linebacker for them. Uh, I forgot who plays uh, inside for them. I don't necessarily remember. But I okay, mean... well, you know, it doesn't say it's a need here, but Nicobe Dean, he slipped on the board. I had him going to the Patriots at 21. So we're going to go with him here. The Bengals offense is electric. And this could be a great addition to their defense. Um, you know, they find a way to fit him into their scheme. So we'll go with Nicobe Dean, another faller in our yeah, mock draft. I love I love Dean. Um, I think he. I I mean, I feel like the Detroit Lions and Brad Holmes are absolutely furious right now, uh, knowing that Cincinnati just took Nicobe Dean right ahead of them. I think on draft day, though, like the Bengals are going to be crossing their fingers that potentially like Tyler Lindenbaum falls to them at this spot or like Kenyon green, but um, they could even trade back in the spot. If all of their guys are off the board, uh, Luis sign is another guy like a safety. If they can't get a deal done with uh, Jesse Bates. Uh, but no, I think the Kobe Dean, he's too, he's such a talented player and you, and you can't go wrong with Georgia players. I feel like we've said like a million Georgia names in the first round here. I like, I like Elam going to third. Uh, 31 to the Bengals personally, but I like Nicobe Dean. Like you said, like this is, like I said, this is the fun in it. This is the fun in it. Uh, pick 32. I'm going to finish this off. Shock the world here. I'm going Desmond Ritter over Sam Howell. Okay. Maybe a little crack smoke to end the draft. I'll let you get 33, Thomas. Who you got the Jaguars taken before we wrap it up? Oof. Jaguars at 33. Um, let's take a look here. I got to look at this board. Hold on. Give me a second. We got to get you guys your trivia prepped. We're about three minutes late on the trivia. Okay. Okay. Just give me a second here. I got to look at the board. Uh, I think I dropped out just a little too soon here. So I'm trying to go and like check out the board here because, you know, like they could go. I'm trying to think what I would do and what they would do. But they, there's there's a lot of talent here still on the board. They already went edge rusher, so I kind of would want to go David Ajabo, but they already have an edge rusher here. Um, we're gonna go with Travis Jones. Right? I love the pick. That's who I would have taken. Add more talent to that defensive line. It, you've already got um Hutchinson based off our draft. You got Josh Allen at the other one. Now you're got now you're moving with Travis Jones here on the inside. I just think it's he's too talented to pass up. There's an argument for like Luis sign the safety. I agree. Um, yeah, I love I love this Jags pick. If if they come away with Hutchinson and Travis Jones with their first two picks, 
Um, I think Doug Peters is going to be pretty happy. I hate seeing uh, with Kyrie Lam still on the board. I hate seeing the Lions, two Jets, the Texans ahead of the Bears because I love Elam to be a Bear at 38. But uh, yeah. That's how we're going to follow it out, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We got some trivia to attend to. These guys got to remain their uh, – uh, they got to defend their 2-0 title. Brett's got to defend his MVP uh, leaderboard race. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, to the Pinewood Mock Draft. I'm going to post this list on Wednesday. Give people time to listen to it. There's no reason to skip the podcast. You got to listen to the podcast or in your respect. Actually, I'll probably post it Thursday. So if you're not tuning in, you're not getting the, the results until Thursday. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Pinewood Perspective. Hope you enjoyed the mock draft. And I hope you guys enjoy the NFL draft this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Peace. Peace.